Hello and welcome back to Little MB. It has been a pretty damn good week, despite the ridiculous abortion arguments. It it just never ceases to amaze me, never ceases to amaze me, how a man does not have a say at all in an abortion. If he wants the woman to get an abortion because he decided to go out and have fun for one night, that woman can decide to have the baby and then force him into child support for 18 years. More if the kid goes to college. And yet, if the guy wants to keep the baby, he has no say. If this is the case, then why is rape illegal? And I know that sounds ridiculous, but if a man has absolutely no say, if it's the woman's body and she gets to choose on all counts, then why is rape illegal? It, I, I don't get it. It makes no sense. And to legalize rape is absolutely one of the most ridiculous things that you could do, obviously. But if a man has no say, then why should he have any respect for a woman? But it is what it is. You know, in this whole idea of Roe v. Wade, people seem to forget that that lady has said it was one of the biggest regrets in her life. And she is so thankful that she was not allowed to have an abortion because by the time the case was done and decided, she was far too along in pregnancy. She may even have had the kid before it was all said and done. But she was not allowed an abortion and she is so thankful that she was able to have her daughter. Just a poor woman that was used for somebody's agenda. And for me, people use the excuse, it's no different than everything else. You're not going to stop it. People are going to have back alley abortions and then it's going to be a danger to them and blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe it should be. They're taking a life. So maybe they should be at risk. And the back alley abortions these days is far different than what it was back in the 60s and 70s and even before then. Black market medical care is far superior to what it used to be. But to say people are going to do it anyway, people are going to rape anyway. Should we legalize it? People are going to murder. Should we legalize it? They're, they're just doing it anyway, despite what we say, despite the laws and the consequences. People are such freaking idiots. But despite all that, I've had a good week. And yeah, guess what? It has surrounded partially around lifting. I hit my 240 mark on my overheads Monday, and... It felt pretty damn good. It took me two attempts to get it, 
my second I got it on the second attempt and it was sloppy how I got it I don't know because it was sloppy if I'd have had good technique I think I could have put up 245 or 250 on that rep <laughs> so the the first time as far as reps I went up 15 pounds this last time I went up 12 I'm deciding whether I should go ahead and go up 8 to 200 pounds or just go up 4 to 196 which if you know me you, you know that I'm probably going to go up to 200 and attempt that for my reps but it's going to depend on how I'm feeling when I'm doing my warm up reps you know how's How's the 165 and 185 feeling on my reps, my warm-ups? If it's feeling extremely heavy, chances are I ain't going to do it. But where I really went up is my pull-ups, my chin-ups, and my, uh, my chin-ups and my dips this week. It's really strange because when I'm doing the chin-ups, I've talked before about the nerve damage in my right arm and how it feels like it's so painful, it feels like my upper arm is just going to snap. It's what it feels like. Now, if I'm in the middle of doing reps, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm doing three reps, four reps, whatever. I'm not really having, I mean, I got some pain, but it really isn't that bad. And when I have pain, it's not when I'm pulling up, it's when I'm doing the negative to go down. But for some reason, after my last rep, when I'm letting myself down to let go of the bar, that is when the pain is the most excruciating. It's on, it's on the descent, it's on the negative, it's really strange. And same for the dips. And what has made the dip so hard for me getting going with them is you're starting on the negative. You're starting on the descent before you push up. And so it's been really tough because I'm starting off with that excruciating pain going down. But last week when I did pull-ups, my fifth set, I actually didn't get any. I've just been sticking with five sets until I get my reps up. Hmm. Sorry, cigarette was almost going out. So, but I had still increased my reps because I started getting some reps in and I got, I think I got up to 11, it was either 11 or 12 reps. We'll call it 12. Reason being is somehow I just murdered it this week, yesterday. Then in my five sets, I got a total of 20. I, I couldn't believe it. I got sets of four, five, four, three, and then four on my last set. And dips, I've been lucky to even get a dip in those workouts. And I've got and I got three sets of one and a set of two. I didn't get nothing on the last one. I've noticed that trying to compensate for the pain, 
my body shifts on the descent a little bit, which is giving me a little bit of a shoulder pain when I'm doing that. But you're going to have to fight through it, you know. It is what it is. It's not going to get better until that arm gets stronger, and it's not going to get stronger if I ain't doing it. So it's it's been a pretty damn good week as far as that's concerned. I'm trying to decide what I want to do before I get to starting on the rope, working on my hand over hand up the rope, because uh, that is very, and that's going up the rope. It hurts my arm, but I don't know if I want to get to a total of 25 or 30 pull-ups. We'll see if I got the patience, what I got the patience for. But, uh, I don't know. I, I've been hitting it hard, pretty hard with the lifting and that. This is week six, I believe. Yeah, it's week six. And so, I've been wondering about my age and taking it a little easier because of all the abuse I've put my body through. And it's one of those things, it's like, well, isn't it a little too late to be worrying about that? Especially considering, I'm, I'm basically wanting to get results with the results I want that I expect with, I believe now, taking it too easy on my body. There's certain times where I'll take it easy because I'm having some soreness or pain. And that soreness or pain is going to be there regardless. So it's kind of a tough call. But I've wondered it about myself with other things as well because I would have avoided most of the argument I had over the abortion. And my whole post had nothing to do with abortion. It had to do with the government, what the government's doing while we're fighting about abortion. Ten years ago, that argument wouldn't have happened because I'd have just said, fuck off, plain and simple. Which maybe isn't the most kosher thing. I understand. But it, it would have avoided me being polite the whole way through. It, th th this is the thing. She, this girl ended up getting nasty. I've never been nasty toward her in my life. And I've known her since minimum of junior high, I think, before. Because we went to church together. And... She finally ends up saying, it's no wonder you have trouble with the ladies that you have. And it's like, I've been nothing but cordial. And so you get low down and nasty just because I, I don't agree with you. You know, I've, I've been respectful of your feelings, even though I disagree with them. I, I could have avoided all that with a simple fuck off. So I'm, I'm wondering... Because, like I said, I've been a little more flagrant with my workouts as well, disregarding soreness and pain. So I'm wondering if I should just start acting young again, acting like I used to. Which there's a certain amount of that 
that would definitely be sped up if I'd actually start going out. I'd still drink. But when I drink, I drink at home. I usually don't drink for more than two hours. And I'll have anywhere from four to eight beers. It's typical. But I don't drink that much. So I'm wondering if I started going out, just walking up to the bar and having some beers and getting a little rowdy with whoever's there, if that helped a little bit. Help me get back in the mindset of being young. Start acting young again. It helped me with my workouts for one. Because I'd say, screw it, just hit it. And then it helped me out with people. Because we're in a day and age where being cordial toward others gets you nothing except for shit on. And here's the thing, too. I've said it before. This is something I said before many a times. The, the things are a pendulum. That with the way everything was going with this woke BS, that the pendulum was going to swing back. And I had talked about the fact that the pendulum never rests in the middle. There's never a happy medium. It goes from one extreme to the other. And so you wonder why this Roe v. Wade crap is even brought up. It's because people have had enough. And so they're going to go to the other extreme. Unfortunately. And as early as it is in the backswing of this pendulum, I can only imagine the other crap that's going to become an issue. I can only imagine what that other crap's going to be. But I understand it because myself, I am tired of trying to be decent. When I'm in conversations with people, I'm tired of being decent and then getting nasty just because I don't agree. So I'm starting to feel like it's time for me to get nasty too. That's the way I'm feeling. And I, I don't like it. I'd, I'd rather be able to discuss things with people. Much rather be able to discuss things than have to just say, fuck off, leave me alone. Because it's nice to know about people because then you can know what kind of things to avoid. And the thing is, you could, you could say, well, if you wanted to avoid it, you could have not made your post on Facebook. But once again, I didn't make it about abortion. I use abortion, abortion as the example. Just like I used the TPP as the example during Obama's administration as far as what they were doing behind the scenes when people were arguing about gay marriage and the rebel flag. Now that people are fighting about this, 
what are they doing? That was my post. But it is what it is. That's the biggest problem with social media. People used to get in arguments and disputes, whether it was political, religious, or whatever. But they didn't get to the extremity that it does on social media. Not that I would, because I wouldn't, but that dizzy bitch wouldn't have had to worry. She she ain't got to worry about me just smacking her as soon as she started getting nasty with me. When you're face-to-face, people tend to tone it down a bit because they're afraid of what the other person's going to do. Social media's eliminated that. Completely eliminated it. So maybe it's time to start acting young again. And for me, that was, I didn't care. You got your opinion on state and mine. You don't like it? Fuck off. Not worrying about your feelings because people don't give two shits about mine. They don't care about yours. And maybe that's what it's going to take to get people to settle down and say, okay, why don't we negotiate and come to the middle? Make some kind of agreement to where we can come to the middle. So the other outstanding thing, I got a movie, which now I can't see it, see them anymore. I can listen to them, but I can still remember what took place when I could see a little bit and we'd get close enough to watch the movie. The movie Payback, I had bought a version of that movie a couple weeks ago on Amazon. And I thought it was the right one because it said it had Chris Christopherson in it. Now, this was a director's cut, apparently. And what I found online really upset me because it said that the director's cut made a bad movie terrible. I thought the movie was awesome. Is it kind of cheesy in a sense? Yeah. But it's awesome in the sense that Gibson plays a role and acts in a manner... That we all wish, if you're a man, we all wish we would do. We would behave in that manner. Like, I don't give a crap. I'll do what it takes to make it right. Well, right for him. You know, he he keeps ignoring the fact that he stole the money that was stolen from him throughout the entire movie. But, (laughs) so... In this director's cut, apparently they said that the original one was too violent or something like that with some of the scenes with Chris Christopherson. And it's like, what, whatever, that's the movie. So they totally eliminated him, put some woman's voice in it. I don't even know. I can't even imagine why they had made all the extra scenes they had made back in 99 when they originally made the movie. 
But I had found it on eBay that said payback $19.99. It was $6 with free shipping. That's like for six bucks, I'll try it just to see. Because the beginning's even different. It's, I thought the beginning was kind of cool because the beginning, it's just Gibson talking at first. He's like, GSW. That's what the hospitals call it. And it shows this dude down in a glass of liquor, refilling the glass and dropping some surgical instruments into it because Gibson's laying there with bullet holes in his back. <laughs> so that, that wasn't even in the remake. It's like, that's, that's part of it. You know, it's, ah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They, allude, they show him getting shot later on in the director's cut or whatever it was. But so when I got that and it opened up with him talking, it was like, hell yeah. But it still upsets me that they called it a bad movie. I think the movie's awesome. I think it's hilarious. It's got Lucy Liu. I didn't even know Lucy Liu was an actress. I did. I couldn't read the credits. I didn't know she was in the movie, until a buddy brought over Kill Bill volumes one and two, and he said it, it's got Lucy Liu in it. And I was like, I have no idea who Lucy Liu is. And he's like, he's she's in that movie you watched freaking forty three times. I was like, what movie is that? So he's explaining it to me. I was like, oh, wow, she's an actress? Because <laughs> the role she played in Payback was an S&M hooker. And it's like, I, I honestly was shocked to find out that was an actress. She did so good at that role, I figured they just found some psychotic hooker and threw her in the movie. That's how great she was in the movie, I thought. Plus... For me, personally, back when I could see, hell, I thought she was sexy as could be. But, to each his own on that. I don't know if others agree. But all in all, it was a good movie. And it was a good week. So, great workouts so far. I mean, I got squats and deadlifts tomorrow. I got chest. Chest is the hardest thing to talk myself into because I just hate it. But whatever. Um, got that Friday. Last Friday, I had something come up. So the young man I'm training wasn't able to come over for his squats and deadlifts. And I told him, I said, hey, get a hold of me when you get up tomorrow if you feel like coming and working out. So he did. And he came over and... This was his first real workout where I put some weight on him for some reps. I was like, you know, you're going to have to start doing some reps with some weight to make your PR go up. And for starting out... It, since, since it's the timing's the way it is and wrestling doesn't start until November, right now I want him to put on a little bit of mass and a little bit of strength. Because once the summer starts to wind down, say the end of July, beginning of August, I'm definitely going to change it up. And throughout it all, 
I'm going to have him doing conditioning stuff. I still have him doing some of the conditioning stuff now. Not as much as what he needs to be or what it's going to be, but he's not used to it. He played basketball, so he's not used to it yet. But if he sticks with it, we will get him used to it. But it was just kind of funny because he ended up messaging me Monday and he's like, I am so sore. So I texted back and I was like, I was like, in that case, see you Wednesday. Because he's not used to it. That's a little bit different than me, who is somebody who is used to it. And that's part of what got me thinking about the whole acting young again and not be like, well, you're almost 42, and blah, 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 blah. You know what? Fuck that shit. You know? If if you think like a pussy, you're going to be one. So screw that. Because that's the thing. I'm not going to, if I have a, if my legs and back are sore, I'm still going to do my overhead push presses on Monday. Do my shoulders on Monday. So it's... You know, for him being just starting, I'm not going to do that to him. But we will work him into that. Plus, he was a day behind on his schedule. But either way, at some point this summer, I am going to have him pushing it even when he is sore. Because no matter how hard I push him this summer... It's still not going to be as tough as wrestling practice. There's nothing as tough as wrestling practice. That's why I had no success when I got back into wrestling. It didn't matter that I was training three times a day. I had nobody to practice with, and you cannot substitute for that. You cannot substitute for that. Sad thing is, if I had somebody to train with now, to wrestle with now, my dumbass would probably be in a tournament again. Doesn't part of me wants to do that anyway, just because I got my arm shattered in my last match. There's a part of me that just hates having that be the last match of my career. So there's a there there's a guy that I know. Uh, I don't know what kind of shape he's in anymore, but he was a good wrestler in high school. In that he didn't really he didn't do any Greco. But, as far as somebody to practice with, you know, I'm tempted to call Crosby up and say, dude, come fucking live with me for a few months. You know, room and board free. Frickin', when we drink, that'll be free. The only thing you need to do is work out with me and train with me. You don't know how tempting that is. And part of it's because my mindset's starting to switch back. To the whole acting young thing. It's starting to switch back. So it's. I don't know. I've, I've still got a lot of the mental aspect of it. That's. That's why I don't listen to music. When I work out. You can get too much motivation. And too much adrenaline flowing. From music. When you When you lift. Or run or whatever. Now, if I'm on an air dime, yeah, I'll probably throw something on 
to take my mind off the monotony of the cardio. But if I'm out, like at the track where I can do sprints and shit like that, no, I'm not listening to music. I'm not listening to it when I lift. You got to be able to dig down mentally and get those same effects. You need to be able to boost your adrenaline and motivation on your own. And for it's different for everybody. For me, even now, it's, it's been 10 years almost, nine and a half years since I've wrestled. And even now, I'll think about wrestling. I can really get myself pumped up doing that. That's another thing that shocks me about me getting that 240, not just the sloppy technique, but somebody at video called me and totally threw me off my game. It's like, well, I'm not going to, you know, this person lives overseas, and so their times to talk are pretty limited. And so it was one of those things. It's like, okay, if we're going to chat, you need to hold on a minute while I finish my workout because I was almost done with it anyway. If I was in the beginning, I'd have just said, you know what, I'd have just let it ring and talk to him later. But it's like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And it it totally threw me off my game mentally, and I still was able to get it. So that kind of shocked me. But I think acting young is going to be what I, and I've been talking about this before, like, for the past couple of years, going back to the way I used to be and things like that. And the difference is, is I need to get a happy combination of acting younger when it comes to lack of a better way of putting it, my behavior, but not allowing people to get me riled. So that's going to be the trick. Doing it without getting riled. Because there's, there's no getting away from stupid people. They're everywhere. There's nothing you can do. There's no cure for stupid. To cure stupid, you have to have somebody that's open-minded and willing to admit they're wrong. I am open-minded to a lot of stuff. It's just I require you to prove me wrong on something that I believe in or that I think's a certain way. You know, if we're talking about something with economics like minimum wage needing to be raised, I need you to start showing me some new statistics that dispute all the statistics from the past decades that show how raising minimum wage makes everybody worse off after the first year. I'll need you to show me that to get me to change my mind on that. So you can't, you know, and you can't do that because the statistics are the same over the past decades. 
So you can't say I'm closed-minded because I don't change my mind on that. You just haven't been able to prove to me that people are better off for minimum wage increases. So it's, you know, so I am open-minded. I'm more than willing to admit when I'm wrong. I don't like it. It sucks to have to do that, but... You know, one of the things that helps me is I think about a boss I used to have. He's one of the prime examples that when I'd work on a contract and had it done to where it could be start the process of getting these people paid and get the contract closed. And (laughs) it it was just it it would have been funny if it wasn't so sad. I mean, the guy sits there. And tells me how wrong I am. And it's like, okay, you're one of the ones who worked on this and couldn't figure it out. It was so screwed up, you couldn't even explain it to me. And I quote, he said, it's just a goddamn mess and you're going to have to figure it out. And then shoved it in my hands. It's like, all right, fair enough. I figured it out. And so when I get it done, I was like, yeah, I finally got that done, you know. The ABM contract, it's done. And he looks at some of the stuff. He's like, that ain't right. After 30 seconds, it's like, uh, you haven't even went through it. And so I knew he was going to do this too. So I had everything split up into sections, marked with paper clips and stuff. So I could just grab it and show him because I was at his desk, not mine. So I didn't have magnifiers to look through the stuff. So I went through it step by step. And you could tell he understood that I was right. You could tell by his demeanor. And yet, what did he do? He dug his heels in and started yelling and screaming about how it was wrong. And when I was like, what's wrong with it? He had no answer. You know, that's, that, that's the thing that helps me to admit when I'm wrong about something. is remembering that and what a jackass he looked like. But he was afraid he'd look like a jackass by saying, oh, okay, I see. (laughs) It's like, whatever. You know, and guess what? Turned out I was right on that. Not just by me, but by a staff of lawyers that had to look at it because it was such a screwed up contract. So that's the happy medium I got, I got to find is being, being able to go back to the fuck off, leave me alone while at the same time, not allowing somebody to get me extremely upset first. But, oh well, it is what it is. You know, what can you do? People are douchebags. Nothing you can do about it. So, any, once again, I don't know how many more times I am going to be posting this stuff to Facebook. So, where we listen to podcasts, subscribe to it, you know, and set it up for 
notifications so you know when I put stuff out because one thing I'm sure you have noticed if you follow me, it hasn't been 100% consistent when I put out episodes because crap comes up, you know, and sometimes I don't have nothing to talk about. If that happens, what am I going to do? I mean, if you want just to stay consistent on days I have nothing to talk about, I could just sit and record and play some songs I like, sip on some Jim Beam and hoot and howl, you know, but... Uh, other than that, questions, comments, concerns, whatever, uh, hit me up. And if you want to come on here yourself, come on and we can talk about whatever. Like my grandpa used to say, we can talk about everybody that ain't around. So, uh, hit me up at littlemb6580 at gmail.com. That's L-I-T-T-L-E, M as in Mike. B is in Bravo, 6580 at gmail.com. Until next time, y'all take care.